0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Driving On My Mind podcast. And today we are going to be talking about too much car. So a uh, little inspiration from this. Uh, I was driving uh, to Temecula. I'm not too too sure what I was uh, going. Maybe it was breakfast. Maybe it was um, uh, going grocery shopping. or I had something to do uh, relatively early in the morning. And so I'm exiting, and I'm getting on the the, the freeway, and then I noticed this, like, giant, like, 2500 HD, you know, 6.7 turbo diesel, and, like, it was, like, not towing anything, not doing anything, it was in the far left lane, but it was going, like, 65 miles per hour, and, like, I couldn't see exactly who was in there but i thought to myself like this is such an extremely capable truck here i am in my little 2000 frontier beater 33 and then next to me is a hundred thousand dollar plus truck that can tow like twenty thousand pounds what we're doing the same thing like i'm going faster <laughs> than this uh hd uh six seven turbo diesel or however big the engine and motors are in it but You know, so it got me thinking about, like, do you have too much car? And I reflect upon my own experiences back in 2016 when I first moved out here to uh, Menifee. And, you know, I was still driving my 2011 Mazda 2 Sport, you know, five-speed manual, no cruise control. Uh, it It was an extremely fun car. Great on the gas, you know, 30 miles per gallon wherever you went. Um, but you know, <laughs> it had it like a hundred horsepower and, you know, I started really gaining some weight at the time with the stress of, uh, you know, new job, new area. And, uh, you know, it was, it's, it's a car that served as purpose, but I definitely wanted to upgrade. And at the time, my brother had his, um, 2015, uh, GMC Yukon Denali, and the I had to take, I don't know, for one one reason or another, I had to take his his SUV, drop off my nieces to a soccer game. And, you know, that was the first time I was like driving a brand new car, you know, or like a new car, you know. And I was thinking to myself, wow, this is crazy. You know, the seats vibrating when I get out of the lane and, you know, all these gears and a backup camera. <laughs> like, this is insane. And so, you know, we ended up going shopping. I wanted to get a truck and I tried to get a Chevrolet with a 5.3, but they were not pushing like the deal. Like uh, they didn't want to deal. They didn't want to come down on price or anything like that. But I ended up finding a 2014 GMC, uh, Sierra Denali. So fantastic. It has a big old six, two in it. Um, I already had a bed liner in it, Uh and it was a fantastic truck, a big old truck, you know, full size. Uh, it, it was everything I wanted, Uh, and I got a great deal on it. I guess he was just sitting on there a lot, and it was 47 out the door back in uh, 2016, which, you know, was quite a you know quite a lot at the time. It had like 17,000 miles on it. It wasn't too, too crazy, but... You know, it, it, it was still a lot of money for me. And I wasn't tenured yet. And, you know, I was really gambling and rolling the dice on it. But this was like oh my God, like this is a fantastic, you know, like I, I got a, a new car, new truck. I got, I got it all now. Yeah. You know, and um, that truck was fantastic, but it was, you know, as I reflect upon it and I I owned it, I, I, I paid it off in five years and I ended up trading it in as a down payment for the uh, LC. But I thought to myself, like, as I look at that 2500 HD and I look upon my own reflection on this Sierra Denali, I was like, did I need a full as a single man with <laughs> with no kids, no wife, no girlfriend, two dogs and a cat? Like, did I need a full size truck with a 6.2? And hey, don't get me wrong. A 6.2 was fantastic. Um, but <laughs> I did not need this truck. It was just too much car for me. Right. And who knows, maybe at the time I was thinking, oh, maybe, you know, a new job, new career, you know, not new career, (laughs) still in the classroom, but, you know, new job, new school, new setting. Maybe I'll meet someone, you know, maybe I'll I'll already have the family car, you know, and I can give it to my girlfriend or my wife, you know, and we'll have all that situation. We already have the mommy mobile with the pig truck and, you know, maybe I'll just, uh, I'll branch off into the future and do something, you know, you think about all those things and heck, I could have got a, a type R at the time when it first came out, but instead I had this big old truck or whatever. And, you know, maybe I was thinking about like, Oh, uh, I'm going to end up with a family within five years and blah, 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 blah. Well, none of that happened <laughs> as it turned out. And so, you know, I, I, I think about this truck and, and how, my mindset was maybe at the time versus now. And so I'm asking you guys, my audience, uh, what do you think? Do you have too much car? Do you own too much car? And I brought up some questions and definitely refer back to some of my old podcasts um, where we talk about, you know, the two car garage, the three car garage and um you know, when you're starting a project car, what are some of the things you should be looking out for? All these things still apply to whether you have too much car. So I'm hope I'm driving your mind and I'm giving you these thoughts and perspectives and who knows, you can totally call me out. You know, you can say I'm wrong, but I'm right. That's the whole point of this podcast, right? I'm wrong. I'm right. Um, but definitely let me know. And again, thank you for following up with the podcast. Um, School's, you know, well underway. But, you know, now with football season, uh, there was a meet uh, this morning. But, dude, I woke up and I just fell right back asleep. <laughs> but I saw some pictures and it was really, really good. I, sh- I, I missed out for sure. But we'll see what comes up this weekend. If not, I know I'm going to Tom's Farms on the 30th. That That is already blocked out. So we'll have to see. I'm going to miss the meet at the airport in the Corona Airport on the 24th. I got uspsa so i'm missing out local car scene and um the corona meet in the 24th but definitely if you guys are going out there i can't wait to go see all the pictures and all the cool stuff but yeah we'll see what uh shows up um but if not the next video definitely will be tom's farms and um i'm waiting for my co-worker he has his mustang on order but you know the the uaw striking the teamsters are on it so his his mustang he already got the um the his his email saying that it's in production and it's not at one of the plants that are affected, but it's like, dang, I, I can't wait to see. I, I can't wait to drive it. We'll definitely make a video when uh my coworker gets his Mustang GT. Um and we'll we'll definitely talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to the topic. That was a little mini update on what's been going on. And my port chargers owing to all such close games too. They got a lot of work to figure out over there. All right, too much cars, okay? So the, one of the first questions you should ask yourself is, again, what is its purpose? Uh, what do you see it in six months? What do you see it in one year, year two, year three, year five, right? Um, going back to my personal story with my GMC uh it was, I don't want to say it was an impulse purchase, but I was heavily influenced by my brother's uh, Yukon Denali. And I've always wanted a truck. And again, this, this deal, you know, dealing with Temecula Chevrolet, right? Paradise Chevrolet. And they were just not willing to budge. And I figured, Oh, well, whatever, you know, I figured that it wasn't going to be my time yet. And then uh, I bought the GMC out in a Redlands and Dude, they were like, hey, man, we're willing to help you work out with you. This is what we have. Uh, This is a fantastic, you know, let us know what you're willing to pay and we can work something out. And um, the numbers fell 47 out the door. It was like perfect. Like they were just trying to get rid of it. (laughs) And so, again, the purpose, like, is it, you know, is it for you to get back and forth to work? Is it going to be your mommy mobile? is it going to be doing work right this gmc sierra denali would have been great like at a job site or work site uh you know huge payload uh, ability to tow it didn't have the um trailer brake but it had it had everything else and so it had four-wheel drive too. shoot um open diffs but um you know what what are you trying to have your truck or car serve its purpose you know if i got a a a type r right um what would have it's been its purpose uh if i would have got a jeep right these (laughs) my my best my best yanni We always talk about, like, these people with these Jeeps, these Mojaves or these 392 Rubicons, and they're just going to Vons or (laughs) or Albertsons or, you know, your local uh, grocery outlet. (laughs) and It's just like, dude, you have an $80,000 Jeep, you know, 392, and you're hauling three bags of groceries from your Food for Less. It's like, what is your purpose of having such... A capable and extremely amazing car. And you're just going up and down, uh, you know, from, from the school to the outlet to the, the soccer mom store. Right. And so, uh, we always ask yourself okay so maybe you know i'm I'm buying this now it's new car excitement you know after six months it kind of wears off right in a year i'm gonna be able to go camping right or in a couple of years i'm gonna go to the track right i'm gonna i'm gonna go to an autocross at the, at the uh the baseball parking lot right or you know you think you have these plans and so maybe you buy this car with the with the anticipation of x y and z and so Again, I I ask you like, okay, it's been six months, it's been one year, it's been two years. What is your plan for your car? Have you gone to Anza Borrego and and been on some trails yet? You know, or have you gone to your local autocross or or taken some driving lessons? Or or are you still in the in and out parking lot or, you know, like Savage Geese likes to say, you know, I need I need a Corvette uh, 3LT for my uh, Starbucks, (laughs) my Starbucks drive through, you know, it's like people don't understand they have so much car yet they don't use it for its intended purpose or what they need to do it for or and we'll get to it in the, in a moment like maybe you just are, are completely off base with what you're using the car for rather than what you, what kind of car you could have gotten for cheaper that would have more fulfilled your purpose so moving on we have what kind of maintenance or upgrades do you have planned for it now me myself i'm kind of over that when it comes to like upgrades but um you know maintenance was a huge factor for me and i i definitely noticed there's a there's a bigger difference when it comes to maintenance at your 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 local mazda dealer versus your lexus dealer your gmc dealer and uh, they take a little more pride or 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 they they give the customers a little more respect and i would say wholeheartedly the technicians there were were no different or no better than some of the other ones but You know, me working back as a technician 20 some odd years ago, you know, there was that level of hierarchy and who's been here the longest and what kind of jobs they get, the money jobs, the gravy jobs versus the crazy complex stuff that you're going to flag a lot of hours, but it's probably going to take just as long. Right. And so. I would say, are you buying more of a car because you enjoy the 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 dealership experience or you know you want that that cheaper kind of uh uh, maintenance and and, you know the coupons that they send out in the mailer right for or in the email um and again what are your performance upgrades are are you buying this uh mojave uh (laughs) this this uh gladiator Mojave and, and adding your thirty sevens and your eye camper, right? And you're actually gonna go out and use it. Um, versus you're gonna buy your your tactical, <laughs> your tactical gas tanks and pro one pound propanes and, and your your drawers, right? They add the little drawers in the back, which I think is so cool, right? <laughs> Truth truthfully, I think that's freaking awesome. But they add the little drawers. Their eye camper. Their little tactical, you know, side mounts with the propane and the water and the and the skid boards or like the traction boards. And you're just showing up to your local burgers and beer to, uh, to flex on everybody that you spent a hundred thousand dollars on a Jeep. You don't take out. Right. Um, and, and beyond this, like, you know, if, if that's what makes you happy again, I'm just the hater. (laughs) Um, but I'm seriously asking you, like, do you have too much car considering what do you drive and what do you do on a daily basis? Right. Um, you have your, your FL5 Type R, like that's my dream, right, and, and, you know, for me, you know, treating cars as, as an investment, which you should not do, but thinking about, like, this is my car that's a tactile investment that I can, you know, offload when I, if I need to, um, you know, I'm going to take care of it, I'm going to baby it, I'm going to, you know, keep it pristine, and I, I, I'm going to keep it maintained, right, um, but I'm not necessarily using it for what it's capable. Like I have this Civic Type R that could run the Nurburgring in like friggin' seven and a half minutes, <laughs> and all I'm doing is taking it to detail garage <laughs> to show it off, right? Like you know, you see the discrepancy of what I'm using the car for. Granted, I have the rationale with it versus what is actually what its capabilities are. And truth be told, if I was smart or if I was a, an ext- extremely into investing or properly spending money dude, you, you just need a 1996 Toyota Corolla and you'll be fine. Right. And just Uber everywhere and save all your freaking money because we know how much this uh, car habit <laughs> takes up. Right. But definitely like what is your your maintenance and upgrades plans for it because why are you going to buy a a BMW a BMW M3 and or like even this is my dilemma buy a Porsche knowing that i have to do a, a $500 oil change like that's crazy to me and it's it's the same oil you know your mobile 1 that you can get at Walmart for 30 bucks right or I can get a, a a regular Honda Civic and or Toyota uh, Toyota Corolla and get an oil change for fifty bucks, even though I'm using a Porsche and it's the same exact use of what I'm doing, going up and down the freeway, going to work, right? So maintenance and upgrades. Next is uh, is it a daily? Is it a second car? And and what I, I kind of talked about earlier was definitely listen to my podcasts about the the two car garage and three car garage if this is your extra car go do whatever you want to do um but if you're only limited to a one or two car garage you really have to keep things multifaceted and and maybe you want too much car you want that 2500 hd because not only are you um you know working in, in places where you may need to, uh, have a truck, but perhaps in the future, you are going to be getting a, a, a towing, uh, you're going to end up towing stuff or maybe buy a trailer, right? And then, then you're going to use it to trailer, maybe another car to the, a drag strip or something, right? So that's, that's that again, that's going back to your anticipation, but if this is your second car and it's still doing the same duties as your first car, then what's the point <laughs> right if you if you have your your 2006 toyota tacoma and then your second car is your your 20 23, 2500 hd but you're you're still doing the same stuff you're not buying a trailer you're not upgrading and and the gas mileage is is just as awful what's the point right why do you have too much car what else could you have thought about or broaden your horizon for that's uh what we want to (laughs) consider when you're you're thinking if you have too much car what is your second what is your third car and you know particularly gas like dude gas right now until they switch to this winter blend or whatever in california dude gas is five dollars and twenty cents at costco at your freaking price club it's five dollars and 20 cents for 87 unleaded like <laughs> that's freaking expensive man like just to operate my truck just going to work and back no extra trips maybe a grocery trip or a, a food trip one or one extra trip you know within the day you're looking at like 70 bucks a a week uh, and that's just bare minimum driving nothing else and that's expensive right now so but again if you got money to blow whatever (laughs) i sure don't um and then lastly i kind of come to this what is your lowest common denominator right do you want just a a car that is going to be uber comfortable that takes you to and from work with you know a good sound system or do you want this ultimate track car 911 gt2 rs kind of you know feel what what is it that you want this car to do for you only okay and 98 percent of the time it's get me back and forth to work comfortably maybe some music Or the ability to Bluetooth. (laughs) You know, I have my FM transmitter in my Frontier. (laughs) So I'm going to do that. It works just fine for me for what I need, right? Because it's not my my little Frontier is not too much car. Now, don't get me wrong. Would I love, you know, uh, a Lexus ES with freaking Apple CarPlay? Yes, absolutely. But then again, is it, you know is it too much well a lexus es is actually kind of perfect because that is like your ultimate comfort car right but i'm thinking like a a gr corolla my brother test drove a gr corolla when he was getting his uh gt86 serviced and you know the guy was like yeah man come on you can do it man just get it (laughs) It was like "Uh, i don't know i want to type r but he got an opportunity to test drive the gr86 which is really really cool i'm surprised they let him test drive it but Um, (laughs) he was just mentioning, like, like, do you need a, do you need a GR 86 to get you back and forth to work? Like, do I need 300 horsepower, four wheel, you know, all wheel drive on tap ready to go? No, I don't. (laughs) I don't. If I don't, if my 2000 frontier is doing the exact same thing, a GR Corolla would be doing right <laughs> um and the opposite end of the spectrum right you know you want your your ultimate track car you know you have your 911 GT2 RS and you know that's a that's a pipe dream for tons of people but instead you have your like let's go at your FL5 Type R and Again, are you actually using your FL5 Type R for what it is, right? Are you or are you just doing freeway runs? Because at that point, if you're just doing freeway runs, it's like, why don't you just get a giant V8? Like get a Hell Kitty and like just freaking whomp on it. You'll be at 130 miles per hour in 10 seconds, <laughs> you know, going to a freeway. Like there's better ways of spending your money for the type of driving you do. And I guess this is what this whole podcast is about. Do you have too much car? What kind of money, the money that you have, can it be better spent or well spent on a car that's more suitable for what it is you're doing? So I encourage you, like write down your driving habits, like, how much time you spend on road what is it that you're doing like if you're weekend if you're weekend carver car uh, canyon carving you know we're lucky to have that in California if you're doing the two gay the California two gay like every weekend well then yeah maybe you should spring for that 9/11 um, you know GTS right that's the one I'd get um, but if you are literally like going once a once every six months you know and half the time or 80 or percent of the time you're spent going to to and from work and getting groceries and the other 18 percent is just uh going to your cars and coffee and showing off and two percent is actually driving well then i feel like you maybe have too much car if you had that 911 gts and you're just showing it off Um, unless it's just, again, unless it just brings you that much joy and pride, just like my little LC, just like my little Honda 2000. If it does, it does. Hey, I used to take my Honda 2000 out to, um, freaking, uh, the canyons every Sunday. That was when I was getting my master's. I would take that to the canyons every Sunday to just blow off some steam when I was just stuck in a computer for eight hours doing reading and research. That was fun. The Ortegas every Sunday. <laughs> so I use that S2000 for what it was meant for. So that's my thoughts. Maybe I'm completely wrong. What do you What do you think? Let, leave a comment down below because I publish these on YouTube. But definitely check out the RSS um, uh, feed and look at the other podcasts. Support it. It's all my thoughts. And um, I hope that i have driving your mind. And keeping you uh, up to date, so I appreciate it. Uh, keep following the channel. Keep following the podcast. Content's coming in more slowly, just because you know the weather's changing. Uh, work is you know up to the brim right now. My my September calendar looks like it has chicken pox, and it just keeps filling and filling. But we'll get it. You got it. Thank you guys so much. Stay positive. Stay driven. Keep the ratchet stuff at home, even though you know I love it. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.